I woke up this morning feeling just down, just gloomy and overwhelmed and confused and just fearful and doubting. <laughs> and you know what I did? I prayed. That was just the only thing that I could do to get through this. I just gave everything to the Lord, this and this and this and this. I just laid it before him and just told him. And he knows it anyway, but I told him. And I just gave it all to him. The future, the people that I care about, money, work, the question marks. I put it all at the foot of the cross. I left it there. And I just gave it to him and I, and I told him how I'm feeling and I and I trust him, and I said, your perfect timing, your will, whatever it is, I trust in you. And I've left it there. And then I've gone into the scriptures now, and friends, my mood is up already. I already feel lifted up. I feel at peace. And the scripture says, seek first the kingdom of God. Don't start trying to plan and fix and do it all yourself. Give it to him first. Seek first his kingdom. That means pray. That means look at the scriptures. That means what brings him the glory. Seek him first. And then all these things will be added to you. And I've been reading in the Gospel of John. It's just so amazing. And it's about the, the woman at the well. It's just such a beautiful story. And it just made me... <laughs> It's just made me want to talk about it. And there's this beautiful picture of the disciples are traveling. They're going up north from, from Judea to Galilee. So it's quite a distance. And I'm not sure how they're traveling. Who knows? Maybe on foot, maybe donkeys. It's a, it's a long journey. They're tired. So they get, they're going through Samaria because they have to travel through there in order to, to get up to Galilee. And so they stop at this little town, and Jesus sits down next to the well, and the disciples go into the town for food. Now, this is just such a beautiful picture. It just makes me actually laugh, because here is the Savior of the world. He's the living water, and there's so many references in the scriptures about how Jesus represents that eternal life-giving water, and and there's so many places, streams of living water, and we just have this picture of, and here not Jesus is representing life and eternal life, sitting next to this well. And he has this conversation with this Samaritan woman. And you have this picture of always having to, to, to go into the well and to, to drink water, and you just have to keep repeating this over and over again, and there's never an end to it. And then Jesus is, is sort of this picture, this comparison of Jesus who just gives once and it's eternal life and it's life-giving water that's forever and ever. And so you have a look at this, this picture and you compare the two and, and he speaks to the Samaritan woman and then it goes into a conversation. He says, you know, go and call your husband. And he sa she says, well, I haven't got a husband. And he says, well, yes, well, you've had five husbands and the one you're with now isn't your husband. It's the same sort of thing that she's just searching all the time. This husband, then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. It's never enough. And we search in the world, we'll never find enough. Obviously, there's more to the scriptures than that. But that's just what I picked out this morning. And who knows what happened to that woman. But here's, a, here's Jesus sitting next to her, telling everything um, about her that was true. 
And what, what is the purpose of that? And sometimes even when we know these things, do we really change? Did she change? The scripture isn't clear about that, whether she actually changed or not. She recognized that he was um, the Messiah. She said, could this be the Messiah? And he said, yes, I am the Messiah. But did that really change her heart in the end? And even when we know, and even if I can tell you friends about Jesus, you say, yes, well, maybe I believe, maybe I see, but even... Even the demons um, believe and tremble, but they don't worship him. That's where the difference is. So we may see him and may, maybe we believe, but we really, really actually follow him, even though we believe that he exists. So be cautious of that, that super, superficial sort of belief, but we need that belief that changes us from the inside, that we put our trust and our faith and our hope and understand why he came, that he died to take our sins away. We need to understand that we are sinners by nature and we need his redeeming blood that was shed for us. We need to change our ways and follow him, not just believe that he he came, but trust in him, that we need him for everlasting life, that eternal life-giving water. So I just want to read quickly. So it's John chapter 4, verse 13. Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. Praise God for that. Heavenly Lord, we just we love your word. It gives us such joy and hope. And, and Father, we trust in you. And we just give our lives to you and we pray that you would fill us with that living water. If we, if we just cling to Jesus and we recognize what he's done in our lives. Father, change us, help us to serve you better every day. And when we come to the foot of the cross and we bring our worries before you, we just thank you that, that you fill us with, with peace and that we trust you. Whatever you have in store for us is for our own good because you're a good God and you know what's best at the end of the day. We give our lives to you with thanksgiving. Father, help us to serve you, always honoring your precious name. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen.